Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. I saw a fantastic poster on Facebook earlier this week, which prompted and inspired this episode on the podcast. So welcome to the show, everybody. Today, I'm going to be talking sport. Are you a good sport? Is your child a good sport? What makes you a good sport? What makes your child a good sport? And the poster I refer to was split from top to bottom into two sides. On one side, it said, reads the good sport parent and on the other side it reads the bad sport parent. So the first line, (coughs) excuse me, says a good parent supports the coach, a bad parent argues with the coach. And with regards to this point, I think that it's twofold. It's obvious, you know, that it's, it's not, it's not good for anybody to argue with the coach. We need, but more than that, I think we need to role model this to our children. And if our children see us arguing with their coach, then it's very likely that your children could end up arguing with their coach as well. So a good sport parent lets their child make decisions, where the bad sport parent constantly shouts instructions. (coughs) Excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat today. The good sport parent encourages their child versus criticizes their child. Have you ever seen some parents on the side of a field or the ice and you hear them shouting and screaming at their child and criticizing their child and making comments that are just, it's it's inconceivable to me that, that these parents could say and do some of the things they do. I actually was sitting watching my son playing hockey years and years ago. He must have been about six and I was sitting with a bunch, six or seven. He was, you know, he, all he wanted to do was skate. So he wanted to sign up to some hockey. And the mums were all sitting watching. And one mum had been at a game with her older child. And she said she was sitting in the, you know, in the, on the benches watching the game. And this mum was shouting at her child through the glass the child couldn't hear but shouting and screaming from the side saying what do you think you're doing why didn't you do this we've all heard it and this friend of mine turned around to this mum and said do you you play hockey and the mum went me no no I don't play hockey and this friend of mine said I think you should and after you've played then maybe you should think about what you've been saying to your your child and we were all kind of looking the other way, but you know, good honor for calling this mum because it was it really was terrible, and that was in front of people. Can you imagine what might be going on behind the scenes? Back to the poster. 
A good sport parent lets their child have fun. A bad sport parent might put too much pressure on their child. A good sport parent praises their child and cheers for everyone. I'm going to just replace the word praises with encourage, encourages. So a good, uh, good sport parent would encourage their child and cheer for everyone as opposed to comparing their child to other players and perhaps not cheering other players on. So a good sport parent is a role model, whereas the bad sport parent, as I, I uh, highlighted earlier, argues with the coach and demonstrates negative behaviours. So that's, it's not good. If, if our, we are role models to our kids and our, we influence our children more than we can imagine. And Dr. Shafali Sabari always says our children are our mirrors. So when we see various behaviours in our child, we have to ask ourselves, I wonder where they got that behaviour from. Because we behave in certain ways, we're very routine, very patterned, pretty predictable. We might want to say we're not, but we are. And therefore, the way in which we interact with our children is pretty predictable. It's according to the script, according to the pattern. And guess what? They adopt that pattern, they take it on. And so when we see in our children behaviours we're not really that happy with, rather than looking at them and pointing the finger at them, ask ourselves, I wonder where this came from. I often see things in my kids and go, oh my goodness, I think they get that from me. I, I do it with humour though. So a good sport parent respects the officials. On the other hand, the not so good is abusive towards officials and we've all seen that. The good sport parent respects the opposition. The bad sport parent will argue with the opposition, the players, the parents. A good sport parent will support the coach's decision. So not only supporting the coach in the moment with the child, but supporting the coach's decisions and recognising that the coach is making those decisions for a reason. It might be different to the decisions we might have made in that situation, but we're not the coach. So a good sport a parent will, will um, acknowledge this and take this into consideration versus the bad sport parent will disagree with the coach's decisions. I was the coach of my field hockey, my daughter's field hockey team for seven years. I loved it. And it's, it's actually amazing what parents will say to you and how parents will, inverted commas, treat you. And I remember saying to a parent, you know, I'm doing my best this is a volunteer position. If you would like to come and coach them, please do. I'm not stopping you. But, you know, they, they can be very critical, very judgmental. And, you know, to be on the receiving end of that's tough. So I, I always, always say to myself, how can I say it in such a way that if I was the coach, I would, I would welcome the feedback versus getting being you know criticized or jumped on so I always put myself in the coach's shoes and and think how can I work with the coach how can I I say this in a way that is not um, critical judgmental or will 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 uh, upset the coach in any way and this again is role modeling it to your your kids and I'm going to record the next episode on a situation that happened with me and my youngest just last week. 
and he was desperately upset about a decision that had been made with regard to team selections. And so, you know, I sat with him through it and I had to bring him to the understanding that what was it like to be the teacher who had to make the list? I helped him walk in as many sets of shoes as I could so he could see it from as many perspectives as possible. And I think that's a really valuable thing. So when when we support the coach's decisions, helping our children understand that as well if the coach has made a decision that your child doesn't like. So a good sport parent will give their child autonomy versus tell their child how to play. And there's a way to tell in inverted commas. You know, we can make suggestions we can we can word things in a way that doesn't make the child feel that they are being controlled or being told what to do but we can make suggestions that might influence them so always think about how do you give your child autonomy uh to to maybe play a game or work with a coach and the last one on the list the good sport parent wants their child to learn lessons from sport The bad sport parent, you've all guessed it, wants their child to win at all costs. So when we parent in, in 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 a good way, in inverted commas, I'm following the lines of this poster, we can help our children see that the end result, the win, is nice. Every child likes to be on the winning team. We all like to, to win, in inverted commas. But it's not about the end result. It's about the journey. It's about the process. It's about the adventure and all the steps that that you took to get to that point. And if you've taken all the right steps and you've had fun creating the steps and you've been on the journey, the outcome, the results will speak for themselves and they're not the be all and the end all. There's way more to learn from sport than just winning or losing. We can... L- we can learn an awful lot from how we lose. Do you discuss this with your child? Do you have conversations about being a good loser? And I think, you know, I I really like this poster. It's very visual. I can't unfortunately share it with you on on the show, but I'm sure you can get get the gist of it. And it's a, you know, a, a sort of cartoon caricature of a mom and a dad with a child between them. And you know, looking at all these points and always thinking, what is the, the, what's the, what's the goal here? You know, what do we want? We want to role model our behaviors to our children so that to shape theirs into that, what we wish them to take on. We want them to be good sports. We want them to be good losers. We want them to be able to respect the, some of the decisions that will be made that they don't agree with. We want them to shake hands with their opponents at the end of the, the game and we want them to to accept the as is. It is what it is and what are the lessons we've learned from it. And we also do need to pay attention to the difference between praise and encouragement. I think it comes into sport a lot. Because we are such a praisey, praise-driven, praisey, I always use the word praisey, praise and crazy, driven society, that we are very focused to praise over encouragement. And the perils of praise are huge. Praise does not build self-esteem where encouragement does. Think about the word. Encouragement means to put the courage in. 
So how can we put the courage into our children so that they can uh, be all these things on the, on the sports field? And what can we do to help ourselves be good sport parents and good role models? So I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, it was just a quick short visit to some things that I know I haven't discussed on the podcast before. I've probably discussed many of the individual points, but just having it all here in one. Um, it, was a, it was a great visual for me and I hope that you can visualize the visual without it and that I have created some food for thought for you with regard to how you show up as a parent uh, at the side of the field or the ice or the court that your child might be playing on. So thanks so much for listening. Always appreciate your support and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.